All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is July 20th, 2023 and week 233. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what this says the Lord. Now we have an early comment um, from David. He says, praise the Lord, everyone. Hope you're having a great day in the Lord. In where, and in where, oh, and inside where it's cool. <laughs> Definitely. Um, that's true because it is hot out here. Thank you for the comment. Thank you for tuning in. As you can see from the title, it says, thank you, Lord. We should always give thanks. Uh, we don't have to wait until it's Thanksgiving. We should give thanks always. So we're going to dive into that topic. Without further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks, and we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer before we get started tonight. So let's go into it. Heavenly Father, thank you for your blessings, Lord. We thank to watch over us, how you continue to protect us. Lord, we thank you for our life, health, and strength. Lord, whatever measure of those things that you've given us, Lord, help us to be grateful. Help us to remain humble in life, Lord, no matter what we learn, no matter what we attain, uh, no matter what we accomplish, Lord, continue to keep us on the right path, Lord. Continue to keep us on track, Lord. Continue to keep our minds stayed on you. No matter what happens to us in this life, Lord, continually remind us that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. Lord, we're praying that you would increase and that we all would decrease in this Bible study, Lord. Holy name, we're praying all these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So, as you said, Melvin, uh, we do not have to wait until until Thanksgiving. It is um, what we what are we in July? It is not, but um, it's still. I felt it was the perfect opportunity for all of us to tell God thank you. Um, I was just just looking back over my life. Um, and all of the many things that God has done. Uh, I just felt it was right to take this time to give God thanks. You know, um, we get so caught up and so busy with what things that we have going on, what things we want to accomplish, things that we have not accomplished just yet. Um, but oh, sometimes we forget to just stop and tell God thank you. And so that's what we want to look at tonight. So let's let's pull that focus verse up before we move too far tonight. But again, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, uh, we know you're here, David. So thank you, as always, uh, it is a pleasure and an honor to uh, be with you guys on tonight. So let's see what that verse says, Mel. First uh, Thessalonians chapter five and verse 18, it says, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God and Christ in you. In everything, in everything, you know, we can give thanks to God for the good things. We can give thanks to God for some things, but he tells us in everything we ought to give God. 
we ought to praise his holy name. Um, so we're going to deal with that tonight because, as I said, you know, I just began to look back over my life and see just how much God has blessed me. Um, and I feel that all this, we all have the same testimony. We can all look back over our lives and we can tell God, thank you for something. And so I really want you to meditate on that tonight. I really want you to focus on that tonight. Just the things that God has blessed you with, the things that God has did for you. I know we can look back. There are things that we have accomplished, things that we might be doing, things we might be a part of right now that we used to pray for. Things that we used to beg God to do for us. Some of those same very things he's did. But we might have been doing these things for a while. And sometimes we start to take these things for granted. See, I, I don't want to fall in the position in life where I begin taking things for granted, where I begin to think less. You know, uh, in Revelation, Jesus told the people that they needed to return to their first work, how they used to be, how they used to do things, the passion we used to do things, the, the, the excitement. You know, people used to be excited. I heard a preacher preach um, one time. I think uh, you might have been there, David. When I remember, if I remember the preacher correctly, I know I heard somebody. It might not even been that preacher. This might have been something I watched online, but I remember listening to a preacher talk about how yeah, I think it was online. I remember listening to a preacher talk about how people used to be excited to come into the church. People would get out. They would literally run into the building. Um, now, of course, it's not required to run into the building. If you got out your car and start running into the church today, people would think something's wrong. Somebody's after you or <laughs> you seen a snake or you seen a dog that's chasing you or something. Preacher was just emphasizing how excited the people used to be. The people would just run and would be eager to hear the word of God. You know, I'm not saying you have to run into the church, but there should be a level of excitement when we come into Bible studies. Look, I get excited. I get excited about the opportunity to tell God thank you for the things he did for me because why did he do it? You know, a lot of times I start looking at my life and I wonder, why did you choose me for these things? Why did you dismiss me? Sure, I can complain. I can go on and on. Uh, look, I can start a rant right now and complain about a lot of things in life. Um, David mentioned about Winter time comes, we can complain on and on and on about how cold it is. We can complain about so many situations, but can we stop for a moment and tell God, thank you? See, God hears our complaints time and time again. Look, the children of Israel got um, uh, in trouble. They were murmurers. They were complainers. They continued to mope and pout time and time again about their condition. But, you know, God is looking for people to offer him, my God, Thanksgiving, not just during Thanksgiving time when you have a turkey, the fried turkey and the dressing. 
uh, gravy or or cranberry sauce, however you choose to eat it. He's not just wanting Thanksgiving then. He's looking for Thanksgiving right now. The scripture just told us it is his will that we offer up Thanksgiving, that we offer up praises. That's what I wanted to take a moment for tonight. There's somebody out there who's been struggling with something. You've been going through trials and tribulation. You've found some type of reason to be upset, frustrated, tired of your situation, tired of whatever problem there is. But right now, tonight, there's an opportunity to tell God, thank you. Even that you have, there's an opportunity to tell God, thank you. Have you ever did that before? Said, Lord, I thank you for this problem that I'm going through. Look, I know that sounds foolish. I know that sounds crazy to you. So why would I thank God for the problem? Why would I do that? Place in the book of Rome. We might get it. I don't know. He said, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, he said, they're not even worthy to be compared. Can we tell God, thank you for this suffering that we're going through right now? Right now. Look, when it's hot outside, I hear people say it all that man is so hot. Oh man, I'm going to melt. I'm going to evaporate. <laughs> Can we stop and say, God, I thank you for this heat? There's some good that comes out of this heat. Can we stop and tell God, thank you for the cold? Look, I'm going to here when it's freezing cold outside, and I walk outside and <laughs> Even if the windows, the the windshield and all the windows are frosted over, I'm making it a mission this year to say, Lord, I thank you for this hassle, for this problem, for these issues I'm going through. Look, the trials, these tests we're going through, he said they're working patience. I heard someone tell me even recently, they said, man, I don't have patience. That's why you need to go through some problems then. We need to go through some things. So that we can tell God, thank you. You know, even on today, I was um, talking to a person and thinking about just how blessed we really are. Melvin, I want to go and get um, the book of Acts chapter 16, verse 22. Acts chapter 16, verse 22. But I was just thinking about the goodness of God. And, you know. God is blessed. I say this stuff so much, but I never thought about this. I mean, I have, but I never, uh, I never uh, did the the research on this in particular. You know, a twenty three minute drive. See, God has truly blessed us in the book of Acts, chapter, um, or no, Hebrews, chapter eleven. He tells us that God has provided some better things for us. He's given us his Holy Spirit, and that is a better thing. God knows that's a better thing. But even just from a physical standpoint, God has provided technology for us. I I say this so much. We're talking to each other right now. You didn't have to. You didn't have to leave your job. You didn't have to leave wherever you may be, school, wherever you may be in the world. You didn't have to leave there in order to listen to this Bible study. Somebody will be listening to this uh, even after it is recorded. Look at what God has blessed us with. You know, 
you know, we have cars, we have vehicles that we use, and I'm certain that many of us cannot wait to get a new and improved vehicle, a better vehicle. Uh, we, we might want a self-driving vehicle, but I know today many of us, we can't wait. We, we've got problems with our car. It's making noises. It's making sounds. It, it's doing this. It, it, this part's acting up. That part's acting up. Many of us out there are waiting for something better. But you know, a 23-minute drive, looking at something earlier, um, uh, uh, talking with an individual and um, put in on the GPS, a 23-minute drive, 23 minutes. See, we can make that drive with our eyes closed. We can make that drive in our sleep. Now, I know not literally, but figuratively speaking, a 23-minute drive is no time for us. 23 minutes. Look, we wish. Now, of course, ideally, it'd be a five-minute drive. However, 23 minutes, if every place we wanted to get to in life were 20 minutes, life would be a lot easier, huh? If you wanted to get to another country and it took 23 minutes, if you wanted to travel across uh, this, the same country you live in and it took 23 minutes, look, if you wanted to go on vacation to the island and it took 23 minutes, you'd be pretty happy. You'd be pretty happy with 23 minutes. You know, I was looking at just making a 23-minute trip with a person. We were looking at it on the GPS. And the person told me, I didn't even think to look about it. They told me how long it would take to walk that 23 minutes traveling to a different city that would take 23 minutes. It took an outstanding eight hours. It would take eight hours and 18 minutes. That same 20 drive would have taken us eight hours and 18 minutes. Eight hours, 18 minutes. See, I can't help but say, Lord, I thank you. See, I know we've made 20-minute drives time and time again. Hated to make those 23-minute drives a lot of times. But you know, once God begins to sit me down and humble me and put things in perspective for me, see, I'm aware that these people we're going to read about in these scriptures, they had to walk, had to ride camels. Look, we wouldn't know the first thing about a camel today. We wouldn't know the first thing about riding a donkey today. We've seen horses, but we wouldn't know the first thing about riding a horse. We get flipped off the way we've seen a lot of people get thrown off of horses. This would happen to us. Travel down the road. See, I'm looking at how God has blessed you and I with that beat up car that we're riding in with a car that's making too much noise, with a car that's smoking, with a car that's got all these different problems, the hubcap might be missing and all. My, my God, he's blessed us so that, look, a lot, of, a lot of people go to work for eight hours a day. Eight hours a day. Just making the 23-minute drive, it would take you a full day's work, a full day.
shift and your lunch break, your 30-minute lunch break too. See, just I'm looking at how God has blessed us. I must stop taking these things for granted. I have to. Look, I, I, I've complained so much in my life. I've complained about the heat. But you know what? Even in that car, God has blessed us to have an air conditioning unit. Even for those of us, we say our air conditioning units have went out. He's blessed us. He, he's caused, uh, look, God knows what he's doing. See, it, it was God who strategically caused even the road. He caused the wind to be coming inside of your vehicle. He caused some type of air circulation. You know, God could have caused there to be nothing. He could have caused there to be absolutely nothing. You just ride down the road and feel no air, even with the windows open. See, God did these on purpose. And we still fail to tell him thank you. We still fail. I did this too much in my life. It's time for me to wake up and tell God thank you. That's what it's time. Look, we don't have to wait, as Melvin said, for things for Turkey Day, whatever people call it, we don't have to wait to tell God thank you. You know, I, I, I had I had a um, eye doctor appointment recently, and um, you know, just continued bless me, and I do not deserve these things. This is why I serve God the way that I do. Because I see the blessings of God. Jesus dealt with a group of people um, uh, when he fed the people with the two fish and five loaves. Somebody didn't see that a miracle had taken place. Somebody just ate the food and they were happy about eating. But somebody didn't see the work that was put in. The miracle that took place. Somebody didn't see how, oh man, all these apostles, they had to go around. Distribution. See, people don't see the work that gets put into place, even for every miracle. People don't see the work that's put into place for the miracles. But you know, those people, they missed the miracle. Jesus told them. They missed the miracle. See, I'm seeing God work miracles in my life. Being able to drive down the road without having an accident, even if I do, just me still being alive today, miracles that have taken place. Look, I had a, a, a an eye doctor appointment recently, and my eyes had changed, um, that they've gotten worse because I was having some issues seeing. But I found out. It was just my contacts being bad. And so the man, before we ever even established any of that, this man, a free pair of glasses. See, I recognize the blessings of God in my life to somebody that you would say, oh, that, that's not that important. That's not that big. Oh, what? Glasses only cost, what, $100 or something. See, this is a blessing of God, though. See, I refuse to take these small granted. See, this is how God blesses you with more. When he sees that you can be faithful over small things. See, I didn't go in and ask this man, hey, can you get me some free glasses? Ah, uh, Man, I'm having a hard time. I really need help. 
any of that. But God saw fit to lay it on this person's heart. God did that. See, there's there's things that all of us have to tell God thank you for. There's things. Look, even with the economy, the prices of food going up, with prices of eggs, prices of gas, with prices of everything, bottled water, with prices of the bags of chips that we buy, all of the things that we use, even with it increasing. Look at how God still has taken care of you. Provided for you. How he still provided for us. There's so many people, and even here in the United States, they're not even concerned with the egg prices going up because they didn't have any money to begin with, anyways. I know we don't have any money, but there's people who literally don't have any money. People walking around homeless on the streets. The only money they're going to get is the money that the change, the scrap change, the spare change that someone like us offers them. They literally don't have a bank, don't have a Regions account, a Mechanics Bank account, a, a, a Wells Fargo account. They don't have this. They're not investing in the stock market and all these things that we're working on. They don't have business plans in mind, ways to prosper in life. They're literally not sure where they're going, walking in circles. When the rain falls, it's raining directly on them. Look at how God has blessed us. We have a roof to go home to. Might not be the place we want to live. Look, it might have problems. Might have holes in the walls, holes in the floors, floors squeaking. Might have all types of problems. Might have people you're living next to, you problems with them, whatever it is you have. You know, you still can go to a place, even if you say, well, it's leaking in here. Is the entire open? Is there not any place you can get to, to get out of the rain? See, this is what people are enduring every day. I remember walking to um, the refrigerator one time and um, I had been eating the same breakfast sauce, breakfast sandwiches all week, it felt like. And here I was about to complain again, probably had already started complaining, but God had to stop me in that moment. He had to stop me in that moment to realize there's somebody out there begging for food. Here I am, I can walk to the refrigerator. Look, we have... We've got refrigerators now. They have a, ref a freezer on the top of them. Some of them have it split in the middle. Uh, some people have fancy refrigerators. Look, you can go and press a button and you can get ice. You can press a button and you can get water. Look at what we have access to. You don't have to stand out and beg on the street for a bottle of water. I, I, I came, I approached a homeless person um, some time ago, and I remember exactly what I had, but I knew I knew I didn't have much food. I didn't have any money on me. Um, only thing I had, I remember I had some yogurt. I remember I had some bottles of water and some yogurt in a in a plastic bag. And the person told me um, they asked for a bottle of water. I say, sure, you can. 
and, and the reason I'm saying this is because I saw how excited this person was. As soon as I told them, I said, well, I do have some yogurt. They said, oh, yogurt. See, I don't know when the last time that person had eaten. I don't know when that man had had food left. I don't know when that man had yogurt. But I watched the man as he was so excited just to get one little container of yogurt. Things we just go to the grocery store and buy at will. Things we go to the grocery store and we complain about. Man, this cost me $5. It's went up. It's so high. Oh, man. That's what we're doing when we go and purchase these things. But this man, when he seen it, he was so excited just to have one container. I watched the man as he began to shake it up in preparation to eat it. The man probably, I didn't even have a spoon to give the man. man probably ate it with his finger. See, look at what we have access to. Look at what we have access to. Look at what we have access to. That out there does not. Somebody does not have this. So I can't help but to thank God just for a small container of yogurt, just for a, a, a fresh bottle of water, just to be able to go to my sink and run water from the faucet. Look, I, I know there were people um, I haven't even looked recently, but I need to check into it. But I remember when the wildfires from Canada were seriously polluting the environment. I'm sure there's still some pollution out there. But just being able to walk outside of my home and there's clear. It's not orange. It's not purple, whatever color. It's not black skies due to smoke, smog. Look at what I have to tell God. Thank you for looking. It might be hot, but it's not hot from the wildfires. It's not smoke that I'm inhaling. I don't have to go and put a mask on due to the wildfires. See, look at what God has blessed us with. There's something we have. There's something. So I'm challenging you tonight. I dare you. I double dare you. I'm challenging you tonight. To look back over your life, even just there has to be something God blessed you with. Look, if you're listening to this Bible study, it's a blessing from God. Just giving you a mind to want to hear the word of God. Can't you think about a time in your life where you never would have been listening to a Bible study on your own? Never. Look, there's time to talk to you about God. You said, man, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> You might not have even said it, but you walked the other direction. You tuned them out. You wanted to hear something else. But look at where God has us now. Willing to hear his word. Until God, thank you. We ought to be praising him. Man, run over again, like I said earlier. Acts chapter 16. Let's pick it up at verse 22 here. And the multitude rose up together against them. And the magistrates ran off their and commanded to beat them. Now, my time is just about out. We got here late. But with my last few minutes tonight, I want to come to a, a, a story that might be familiar to some. Some may have never read this before. Now, 
we find Paul, the man who wrote majority of the New Testament, he was beaten. See, my God, we're beaten every day. We might not physically be being hit, being whipped, but we're beaten with life, with trials, with tribulation down on us every day. That's the reason we're complaining about the heat. Because the sun is beating us up. The rain is beating us up. The wind. Look at what the elements does even to the places we live, to the to the vehicles we drive. Look at a rust your car. Look, uh, every now and then hail will fall. Put in shields. Look, we're being beaten. Tires are going flat. Parts are going out on our vehicle. Everywhere we turn. Life is beating us. But now this man and the people with him, they were physically beat. We're not even being physically beat. Nobody, for the most part, nobody's physically beating us. Look at how much more they had to complain about. You talk about being hot. What? Where is their AC? When they're riding on the camera. What air condition air conditioning unit are they using? Do they have a central central unit? Do they have central air? Look, even us today, I've seen in church, we have the little uh, cardboard or material they use with the wooden sticks to make little fans. We just fan ourselves with. What fan did they have? I'm sure they had to do something, but they didn't have what we have. I mean, we're we're literally talking about cars driving us. We're getting to the place we don't have to drive ourselves anymore. All we have to do is get in a vehicle. Now, that's where we're headed toward, just literally just getting in a vehicle, and the vehicle takes you where you want to go. Look at what God has blessed us with, and we still are going to find a reason to complain. We're still going. Instead of us saying, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the heat. See, if it were raining and storming, we still be complaining about that too. Even when God gives us that bright, sunny day with no clouds around, we're still going to say, Lord, this, if only it was about 65, that would be perfect. God, what, why can't we just get this degree? But, you know, God is still working on his people, trying to get us to be content, no matter what state we're in, no matter what temperature it is. Live. God knows even where I live now, the city I live in, I didn't want to be here. But you know what? I made my mind up. God, I'm going to be content no matter what condition you put me through. I desire to be content. I desire to be thankful. I'm thankful. So Paul now, I've got to wrap this thing up. Paul, he finds himself. The people are going to beat them, physically whip them. Read for us, Melvin. Verse 23, Acts 16 and 23. And when stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Not only were these people whipped, then they put them in prison. They've committed no crimes. They can't 
They didn't give them any Miranda rights. See, we don't realize what we have. Even just that police officer reading you your rights. Paul wasn't read any rights. They didn't tell him, look, you've got the right to remain silent. They said, no, you've got the right to get. You've got the right to be whipped and beaten for no reason whatsoever. All because the man was out preaching and living. The life God told him to live. Look at what we have today. I, I understand. There's police, there's government uh, um, crime. There's all kinds of crimes going on in the world. There's unfair jobs. There's unfair wages. Look, we can, the list goes on and on. We can complain on and on. But don't you realize how far we've come? See, we've got to go back and start reading and see what happened to them. Most of us out here have not been thrown into prison and beaten just for following God. Most of us have not. I'm willing to say over 90% of us have not. But these people were. Read for us, Mel. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. Locked them up. All right. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. Lord, I thank at the darkest time, see, people, I know people have, are going and have went through some dark hours, people contemplating suicide, people losing family members, people losing their jobs, people losing whatever it is, whatever little things they have. You know, we, you can uh, struggle and, and uh, work week in and week out trying to pay off the little bitty car that we have. And you know what? You got people that, that's walking around the street, busting your windows out, stealing your car. I mean, you struggle. You are just to get one little car. And we're so happy when we finally get it. And somebody else, the enemy out there, he's happy to see it too. It's an opportunity for him to steal. But you know what? Even at the darkest hour, can we say praises to God? Look at what they did now. These people have just been whipped. They've been beaten. They've been thrown into prison. They've been uh, chained up, shackled. They've been bound. But my God, even at midnight, they prayed. They began to sing to God. They thanksgiving unto God. They began to thank God even for the problems. See, I'm challenging you tonight. From this moment forward, will you start thanking God for problems in your life? I'm not telling you to pray and ask God, God, give me some more problems. Now, I'm not telling you to do that. About when the problems are there, when you're confronted with problems, will you say, God, thank you? Will the first thing that comes out of your mouth, will it not be, man, I, I can't believe this happened. I hate this. Will the first thing that come out of your mouth, will it be, Lord, thank you? Somebody's lied on you. Will you say, Lord, thank you? When somebody has stole from you, will you say, Lord, thank you? When someone has mistreated you, when someone has cheated you out of something, can you say, God, thank you? But this is tough. I mean, this is tough. But I'm challenging. 
I'm challenging myself to let the first thing to come out of my mouth, to let the only thing to come out of my mouth is to continually praise God, to continually give thanksgiving to him. The Bible says that we would thank him, that we would praise him, even when it's not going the way we want. You know, the scripture tells us that all things work together for the good. All things. I made my mind up. I'm going to believe it. That means every that happens to me, every struggle that I have, every issue is working together for the good. I will overcome, though. You will overcome these problems. But the only way you're going to do that is to face the thanksgiving with being thanking, thankful to God, with praising him, even through these trials and tribulations. You know, I, I, before I go there, before I say that, pick us up in verse 26. Read 25 again. We need to read that again. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Mm -hmm. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. My God. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. My God. Look at the power of God. See, we're serving a God that if you would praise him through your trials, through the issues of life, if you would continue to praise him, look, are coming off. The problems will be defeated. The mountains will be climbed. My God, this is some powerful stuff that we're reading here. If you could see suddenly an earthquake took place. You know, just think about this. An earthquake earthquake is not enough to loosen their chains. An earthquake was not enough to open the doors for them. See, it was God showing up. Look, there's been and everything just crumbles down. That didn't mean all the doors got opened in the house because there was an earthquake. That didn't mean every chain became loose because of the earthquake. This was the power of God. There's something about praising him. There's something about being thankful. Even in the cold, even when we're tired, even when we're frustrated, even when we're sad, when we're angry, whatever it is, there's something about praising God. No matter what our problem is. To Joshua, in the sixth chapter of Joshua, when the people were up against the walls of Jericho, God told the people, Look, walk around the walls of Jericho six days, seven days, actually. But six days, walk around at one time. Be done. He told them, don't make a sound. But something about the seventh day, it said, and it came to pass. There's something about what God says is going to come to pass. On the seventh day, it came to pass. God told them to walk around. 
Jericho seven times. But he said, after the priests began to blow the trumpets, he told all the people to begin to shout, to begin to praise him, to begin to magnify him, to begin to uplift my God if we would just shout and begin God problems are overcome. The enemy is defeated. If we can continue to praise God, even as we're continuing to walk around and observe our problem, observe the things that are holding us back, something about being thankful to God, telling him thank you, shouting unto him, praising him, no matter who hears you, no matter who sees you. God bless you guys. I hope and pray that you would just continue to thank him. No matter where you find yourself, no matter what condition you find yourself in, that instead of offering up complaining, that we were offer up thanksgiving. So God bless you guys. At this time, I'll turn it back into the hands of Melvin. Thank you, Minister uh, Tony Banks. Um, we have a few other comments. Um, David for y'all, my brothers, and we thank God for you guys that take the time out of your busy schedules to listen to what we have to say, well, it's really what God has to say concerning um, the Bible, because we don't want our words to go forth. We want it to be straight from God. So uh, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. As we mentioned plenty of times before, you could be anywhere else doing anything else, but you chose to give little old us. Um, the majority of the time is an hour. So an hour of your time to try and to see what thus says the Lord. So we are exceedingly grateful. Um, Cynthia says, praise the Lord. So praise the Lord. Well, she also says, patience, let it have its perfect work. Um, David also says, the Lord Jesus is great and greatly to be praised, even when we are down in the valleys of life. Thank you. Thank you, my Jesus. If the mountains weren't rough, but were smooth, we wouldn't be able to climb them. It's the rough that give us places to grab a hold of to help us make it over the mountain. That's definitely true. I haven't thought about it that way. Um, Sister Betty says, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord to you too. Uh, Casey says, powerful study, my brother. So we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, David says, the Lord woke me up this morning and I was able to get up this Lord Jesus. And it's just for the simple things because um, there are so many people that don't make the wake up list. You know, they lay their heads on their pillows at night. They have a four days plan the next day, you know, a week, the next year. Little do they know that this is the last time that they're going to breathe. Last time. I remember looking it up a while ago. How many breaths that we take in a day? How many times our heart beat just in a day? Thousands of times. But those are the things that we don't think about. You know, we need to be thankful for everything. Um, we had a Bible study called uh, back in November called Don't. And I remember two days later, uh, my wife and I were involved in a horrible accident. Uh, we were just sitting at a red light. Someone ran the red light going um, perpendicular to us. And then someone else tried to avoid that person and the person that tried to avoid the person that ran the red light us totaling the car. And um, we had another Bible study called Lord help me in the moment because, you know, we can speak all of these things. Oh, I would do this in that situation. I would do that in that situation. But at the end of the day, we're human. We have human emotions. So even if we don't initially 
you, Lord, uh, we might have complaints or murmuring to do, like, why me? But even after that, it's what you do after that. Have a change of thought. I mean, that's what coming to Christ is about, changing our thoughts. Because in the Bible it says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways, said the Lord. So I may not have just been complaining, but I definitely was wondering why me. You know, uh, my wife was pregnant at the time. So, of course, we were worried about the baby. Um, and that just goes to show we were doing um, naturally in our minds, nothing wrong, just sitting there. Yet we didn't think about until much later. We should have thought about it a lot sooner. But if you can see the pictures, I, I posted them on Facebook of how the car looked. A lot of people didn't survive. or Yeah, they didn't survive their accident. And the car might have not even looked as bad as ours did. So instead of being concerned, oh man, how we're going to get around, how, how is this going to get paid, how is that going to be paid, we should be thankful that we're still alive. You know, we read about, um, I think it's in Matthew, and it might be in other Gospels too, about uh, how we should not take thought for the morrow. He talks about the lilies. He talks about the... I, I feed them. I provide for them. How much more you think that I should provide for you. So don't take thought for the morrow because tomorrow has its own concerns for that day. So don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. So that's what we all should do. I always say in, at the end of the live stream, but always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies because when we were in that wreck, that was a tribulation. But now it's a testimony. We survived. That put us in a much better position we couldn't see it at the time, but in hindsight, people say hindsight is twenty twenty. Like that was a great thing. Um, all things work together for the good of those that love them. So um, those are all of our comments. I don't see any more. So thank you, David, Cynthia, uh, Betty, and also Casey for leaving the comments, leaving the interactions. Uh, we all we are exceedingly grateful for our audience for the. And week in and week out or listen to the podcast or however you may choose to consume this content we thank you so as my weekly reminder to you guys we do have zoom bible studies every monday evening 7 p.m central standard time same time same place on zoom we would love to see you guys there it's always a good message and as i always like to say in the lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies got it all joy Count it all joy. And again, count it all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. So until then, you guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend. Next time, thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is Dollar Sign Joy Storm 12. 
We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Thank you.